tuned into the greatest. You are now tuned into the greatest. Oh, 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 oh my God. It's the Fearless Podcast with Arian Simone. Hey, fearless listeners. Have you heard? Arian Simone's third book, The Fearless Money Mindset, releases July 3rd. The book provides you with seven principles and tools to eliminate any fears that you may have around money. Pre-order now available on Amazon. This is a book you are not going to want to miss out on. Check it out today. Welcome to another episode of the Fearless Podcast. I am your host, Siobhan Jones, here for our mental health segment. I'm so excited to be joined by Bailey Milton. Bailey, please introduce yourself to the Fearless audience. Hi everyone. Uh, yeah, my name's Bailey. Um, I'm 27 years old. I'm from Houston, Texas. And, you know, by day, I am a business development consultant within renewable energy. So essentially, that means I just meet with uh, C-suite execs and discuss their renewable energy projects and help them staff. And by night, I am a aspiring motivational speaker looking to break into that industry. So you're balancing. This is perfect because our topic today is about the importance of self-care. And I think that we have so many people who are beginning entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, who are trying to balance between their full-time job and where they are, you know, at night. Um, And so I want to start with really setting the stage and giving what that definition of self-care is. Because As you scroll through social media, there's so many different definitions of self-care. There's so many things that people say about self-care. And so I want to get your your understanding exactly of what that is. Yes, absolutely. You know, my definition of self-care is essentially anything necessary you have to do to prioritize your mental well-being. Yeah. Um, especially going on right now, I think it's very important that you're taking the time to do what is necessary for you, be it exercise, hanging with your girls, reading, journaling, um, meditating, anything that may be that is all inclusive and um, self-care, self-care. Absolutely. And I'm so happy that you said the things that you do to take care of your mental well-being, because a lot of times we talk about self-care being, you know, going shopping hanging out with our friends, getting our manicure, pedicure, and all of those things are great. Um, And so my personal definition of self-care is literally what it says, the care of self Mm -hmm. um, and finding ways to pour back into yourself. And we find ourselves at like a critical time right now in history with COVID-19 running rampant. We have so much racial tension, the economy, you know, how has that impacted your, how you care for yourself as an entrepreneur, but also as someone who is balancing working a full-time job? That is (laughs) a multifaceted and loaded question for sure. Absolutely. (laughs) On top of everything you just named, um, my boyfriend and I actually just bought our first home. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's been great. And we got a new puppy. So it has really been insane to say the least. And I've been challenged, honestly, having to push myself beyond my comfort zone, but also making sure that I'm not pushing myself too far. Yeah. 
your relationships, uh, personal and professional can be impacted when you're not maintaining your self-care. Absolutely. Um, so some things I've implemented um, is making sure I'm staying very stringent on my time management, especially during quarantine where before my routine was very fluid, I would get up, go to work, be at work, come home, go to the gym, spend time with my family, go to bed, and it was that simple. Now, everything I do is in my house. So it's extremely easy to forget to take that lunch break. Right. Forget to take that exercise break. To work late into the night, be it my full-time job or um, my goals afterward, and then there's no time for family. Right. I think time management has been number one. Um, Number two, of course, prioritizing, but prioritizing as far as like urgent, not so urgent. I've learned that it's imperative that me and my boyfriend spend quality time together. That affects my job performance. It affects everything. So making sure at least an hour in the day, we disconnect from all um, social media, technology, phones, no Apple watches, and it's just, we're connecting. Right. You Um, need that. that. I think we learned something during COVID COVID season that we value that connection. Being able to have that connection to other people is essentially how you take care of yourself. Yes. Um, they feed into, they feed your spirit. So I am in total agreement with that. Yes, absolutely. And it's not something that you would really know that it, you needed it that much if you're not put in a situation like this. I hate saying that, you know, I took that human interaction for granted, but I think I did a little bit. We all did. Right. We all did. <laughs> right. We all did. Yeah, it's, 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 it's something that, because it's always there. Mm-hmm. And so it was never anything where I had to think about, you know, spending time with friends or family or whatever, because I could always do it. Yes. And then self-care, I could spend, I can go to lunch with my friends. We can go out shopping, but when outside closes mm-hmm. and I can't go shopping, I have to do everything at home. It puts you back in that mode of, okay, what do I need to do to keep myself sane? You know, how do I pour back into myself? And I think you mentioning like prioritizing in really two categories, urgent, not urgent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It's so important. Because too, and to touch on your point, retail therapy, you know, some people might laugh at it. Some people it's a necessity, but I know for me, my, the way I look on the outside, it affects how I feel on the inside. So, you know, right when we got quarantined, I was do for some new braids. Like, <laughs> my lady was not braiding. So I'm like, okay. And my nails and my feet. And at that point, I'm like, okay, what's next, Bailey? We can journal. Okay, cool. We're just gonna, we're gonna be roughing it for a few weeks and that's fine. You it's know, been four so, months, but yeah. Give or give or take. Give or take, right. <laughs> But you're, so, you're absolutely right. <laughs> so having to, you know, just work that out. But for me personally, it's been the journaling. It's been the connection. It's been, oh, I'll be completely transparent with you. I've been eating. Mm-hmm. And be that positive or not, sometimes something's got to give. And that's the biggest lesson I've learned there during this time. I think a lot of women are like, I got to do this and I got to do that and be perfect. And my body and my hair and my nails and my job and my friends slow down right especially during covid especially with the economy be blessed 
to have your edges and have your job like for real yeah I mean because you find yourself and that's another form of um you know really caring for yourself is finding gratitude in the small things you know things that we took for granted um that seems super small when we're able to you know do it and we're able to just have it in abundance but I think tapping into gratitude is like the ultimate self-care um during this time I saw a quote that said the other day self-care is no longer optional it's a necessity now um there's so much happening and so as somebody who is starting their business how important has it been to really center yourself and pour into yourself so that you don't you know stress out and anxiety doesn't creep in because so much is happening during this season so that's a great question um i actually saw a quote the other day and it really touched me and it said i can only meet you as deep as you've met yourself and although it may be true for you know another person i think that's true for myself in an industry like motivational speaking where it is relatively saturated you know i don't want to be just you know another motivational speaker i want to be distinguished in some way and i feel that i have to go deeper and deeper and deeper within myself to be able to introduce myself to other people the way i'd like to mm-hmm. to be able to create and and convey that distinguished trait about me so that goes into having those tough conversations with myself you know visiting those experiences that might have been amazing or that might have not been so great and taking the lessons from those and then trying to put it into words that a lot of people can relate to because i do want to have a wide audience i don't want to only attract people that can have that can just relate to me absolutely i know that sounds you know conceptually that sounds easy or normal but it's it's challenging to take an experience that might have been painful and put that into words and really open up to yourself and other people about it and have them take a lesson from it um so having those conversations with myself and my closest friends as well um and just being able to really dive in also reading more you learn so much in books i don't care you can get your news on social media from the news but books priceless i agree I agree. You have to be open to, especially as a a budding entrepreneur, even if you're not budding and you've been in, you know, been an entrepreneur for years, reading expands your mind. Yeah. And the more information that you have, you know, the further that you can go. Yeah. Um, something else I wanted to ask you about. And during this time, especially, I know you named time management and prioritizing. Something else that I think is an ultimate form of self-care is setting boundaries. And um, so have you had to set any clear boundaries to really protect yourself and your business as you've been journeying through? Absolutely. Especially because no one is going to work, you know, so it's easy. Everyone's remote. So, hey, I'm gonna come over and work today. You know, I'm gonna come over and work today. No, you know what I mean? Like, these are my work hours or these are my days to hang out with my girls. But from this time to this time, it's in the office door shut trying to figure it out you know and as as far as the business itself goes before quarantine it was a lot easier for me right I had a clear vision I had a goal you know I would research you know so many um so many conferences or events that were looking for speakers a day 
or a week, I would set a target for myself, apply, you know, do those types of activities around mm-hmm. trying to get gigs. Now I've had to completely change the whole plan and changing your business from having a goal to, you know, being in person to being online is hard already when you know a lot about it, but even harder when you don't. So I've had to look into, okay, what does this mean? How, how do I come in contact with these people who are, who are having their events online? What are the, what's the criteria? What is the technology that I need? So that's been a whole, a whole different change and challenge in and of itself. Right. And let's talk about that because I think we don't have enough conversations about um, what that feels like as a person who is newly stepping into entrepreneurship. Like I'm newly stepping into it in the middle of a global pandemic and trying to figure it out. I think a lot of businesses and a lot of the conversation has been about, okay, let's switch to virtual, let's pivot. Yeah. But if you're just starting out, you're starting out and I'm pivoting at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And so what has been a moment during this journey to where you've had to say, you know what, let me pause and back up and, you know, figure this thing out so that I don't fall apart. Um, honestly, I am a person, I think naturally who can be resistant to change and as someone who is an entrepreneur and wants to be an entrepreneur, that's obviously a trait that I need to quickly get over because business is changing and evolving all the time. Right. This isn't going to be the only challenge that I hit in my business. And I feel like I'm fortunate enough to be just starting because if I was a major corporation or, or brand right now, and I didn't pivot, I would be, eyes would be on me. Yeah. You know? And so I do look at that aspect as a blessing. Um, I think a major moment for me was when we moved into the house and my whole schedule was thrown off and I, I had to say, okay, handle one thing at a time. You know, I might just, I had to put the research on speaking to the side for about a week and a half because I could not handle it. And that gave me time to get all of the house stuff out of my mind, to get my work, caught back up because I miss, ended up missing almost two weeks of work um, due to moving and to the emotional toll of Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And so getting back to it, I took that time for myself. I took a break and I came back hitting the ground running. And I think that's been the main point is realizing, Bailey, it's okay to take a break because when you push yourself to that point, you're not functioning at 100%. Your mind is limited because you're worrying about all these other things. You not, you're not being where you are fully in that moment. So I'm, I'm not even giving my business all of me that it deserves. So being able to take that time has really allowed me to jump back in it. I don't feel in any way that that week and a half set me back because I was only giving 20% during that time anyways. Right. Oh, you just said something so good. Being okay with taking a break. Um, I find so many business owners who are, in, who are entrepreneurs who are just go, 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 go. And they, they they struggle with taking a break. And so I think that, you know, having all of this happen as you're getting started, yeah, it has allowed you to kind of learn that lesson early um, because you're right. You're not, you're functioning at half capacity um, and you're not getting as much done as you would have at full capacity anyway. 
Um, but I also wanted to touch on, you know, stepping into entrepreneurship. We're not just dealing with COVID anymore. You know, we have um, the Black Black Lives Matter, um, you know, movement and protest, all that has been happening during this time. Yes. Um, and as, you know, as a business owner, but as a Black woman who is stepping out into the business world, but even still dealing in your in corporate and nine to five, um, how do you balance that and take care of self during this time? Because I, I, I find myself sometimes having to struggle, um, but I also know what my capacity is and I also know, you know, what I can handle and what I can't handle. And so how have you dealt with that? Well, I think knowing your capacity is huge. Not everybody has gotten there yet. Right. And I can definitely say I'm one of those people. Um, I, I, you know, for the most part, no, but this time I'm sure for you, someone who knows their capacity, we're all being pushed to the brink right now, emotionally, just being black woman period is so much in this country. And so you add this on we're in fear of what's happening at work or the conversations we have to face at work over and over, or we're in fear for our men, you know, it's just, it's so much. And to be completely transparent with you, it is day by day for me. Oh, I think I, it's day by day for a lot of people. And I don't yeah. want you to think I have it all together. <laughs> part, of, part of me being able to know my capacity is because I'm also a therapist too. So. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. So, <laughs> so I don't want you to think that I just figured it out. <laughs> I just know that in my capacity, I'm also able to hold space and help other people do that. And I do that so much mm -hmm. that it's helped me. So I don't yeah. want you to think I'm just out here being a unicorn. <laughs> I love that you said that because I've been out here like, man, I'm struggling. <laughs> but one thing I, that I've always known about myself, but music is 100% a form of therapy for me. Absolutely. And when I can't find the words, I just will play a song. And I, I'm, I, I can't say I'm not a crier, but I'm definitely... I don't always like to cry. That is not my thing because feeling, allowing yourself to feel the full weight of something as gigantic as Black Lives Matter as a woman is. It's a lot. It's so much. It's it is heavy. so much. It hits me in waves. And like I said, I give myself that time. You know, I feel like so many people associate tears with weakness. Mm -hmm. I, I disagree. I fully disagree. If I need to cry during this time, I will cry. If I need to walk away from my desk and take a break and just pray or meditate or whatever it is, I will do it. And that's how I've been getting away. And it's actually funny. I love that you asked me this question because before I got, you know, like we got on this call, I called my cousin and I was like, God is really pushing me right now because today is not a good day. And I have to talk about self-care. <laughs> and I'm like, how? And she's like, you got it. You can do it. And I think just having those partners and people in your life that will push you when you're doubting yourself, that's also a piece of my self-care and how I've been getting through. Yeah. Having a support system is yeah. so critical. Yes. Um, you know, people who can, you know, help you to carry that torch because honestly, you don't have to carry it by yourself. You know, we are dealing with a lot right now, mm -hmm. um, but this is a marathon. It's not a sprint and you have to really be able to pace yourself through it. 
you know, it's not going to change overnight. There, the emotions you're feeling are heavy. Um, but we have to pace ourselves and having people to run that race with us really helps us to get through it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm so happy that you mentioned that because a lot of people don't, we don't, again, goes back to really undervaluing those relationships before this pandemic happened, because now we rely on it so much, you know, when you've been quarantined for almost three or four months, you know, I think I FaceTimed everybody at this point. Yeah, um, but I'm not somebody who likes FaceTime. <laughs> yeah. like, you want that, fa- you know, that face-to-face connection any way that you can get it. And you so do. I'm so happy that you um, that you mentioned that. Um, I also wanted to talk about, you know, what are, you know, as we are journeying through, and have you ever find, found yourself where you weren't practicing, you know, sufficient self-care? Um, what did that look like for you? Absolutely. I do want to say in terms of anything, it's about consistency. Absolutely. And so in terms of self-care, when I fall off, I know, and everyone my close circle knows, you know, part of my self-care starts with exercise. So I have great people around me that know that if, hey, they realize I've slowed up on working out, they're quick to be like, are you okay? What's going on? And I'm like, they know you. Because they know me. Exactly. Um, when my self-care is not at top percent, um, honestly, it, it affects me most emotionally and it affects my confidence. The things in my life that I've had to really work to get over, they kind of start coming back, you know? And it takes those the journaling, the daily getting thoughts out of your head and making room for the next day is so important. Um, I truly believe that, you know, obviously your experience make you who you are, but some experiences you learn to live with. Right. They, you don't, they don't just leave. So I, I want to be better at practicing my self-care. I think that for the most part, it's like an 80-20. I'm 80% always on it. of the time when work gets too busy or I get too ambitious with my business after, or it's just friends and and celebrations and things, it can fall off and that happens. But I think the best part about it is I have the support system that lets me know when I'm falling off. And I have the self-awareness and recognition to know when I'm falling off. And I I stop myself like, hey, you know what's happening to you right now, Mm -hmm. go figure it out. And then I think, yeah, I, I that those are all good points. Um, I think having the self awareness to know when things are going left um, mm-hmm. and how to bring your you know bring yourself back. I think a lot of times we it's a gradual thing. Yes. Um, sometimes we may not notice you get caught up with work or if you have children or you have a new puppy. Um, <laughs> you know, you just moved in. Whatever the life you know challenge or obstacle or event that may happen little by little and before you realize it like you're burned out yeah and you're stressed out and so I love the idea of taking breaks I love the idea of people knowing you know when you're not when you're functioning at half capacity Mm -hmm. um so many people suffer in silence people you know we have we see that with you know entrepreneurs and business owners and celebrities who we think oh they have it all together they have all these people around them you know, and then we see news of their mental health, you know, really them struggling with their mental health. 
Yeah. And it's because they, they have all these people around them, but they don't really know what they're dealing with. So I love the fact that you said that people know when you're struggling and when things aren't, you know, 100%. Because things aren't always going to be 100%. I don't think anybody's life. At all. And I think, too, the biggest thing for me is is knowing that you have good people around you. Right. So I have people around me to where shame is not a thing. And I feel like that's the one reason why people don't communicate. They are feeling a shame of, oh, I don't want to be viewed as this or viewed as that. But I have no issue telling my friends or my partner, you know, I'm not good. I need a break. I need to go see my therapist this weekend because I need help, you know? Right. And especially in this climate right now, you can't have that fear of being judged. You need to do what's best for you. That is like the ultimate self-care no matter what is going on, no matter if people are going to judge you, whatever it is, doing what you need to do for yourself. Yes. Um, because there's nothing, there's no, you don't have to struggle alone. You know, mm -hmm. I think that we've learned during this time, people have been so, so isolated and they feel alone. Do what you need to do for yourself. Yeah. If you're not okay, say you're not okay. Yes. You know, working a nine to five and building a business is hard. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a lot <laughs> it is it definitely is it's a lot of work and then you have all that's going on right now in this you know a span of four months uh that which is even more so what have those emotions what has that roller coaster kind of been like for you um during this journey I will say I like to find the light that is one thing I, I search in any situation. I need to be like, okay, there is a positive, no matter how small, let's figure it out. So for me during this time, for let's say COVID, for example, we had furloughs and I was so blessed that I was not one of them. And due to being in renewable energy, I'm actually having like a personal best in my career right now. Oh, wow. Most people aren't saying that, you know? Um, also was able to buy a house. Um, and so with that, I've taken these times of, okay, because we're quarantined, how can we use quarantine to my advantage? I have way more energy because I'm not sitting in traffic. Anyone who's been to Houston or knows about Houston, Texas, the traffic is awful. So that commute. To I don't know if it beats Atlanta. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't experienced Atlanta's traffic. Is it bad? Oh, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then you understand, right? Um, I get that time back. Right. That, that moves into the time management. What are you going to do with this additional hour and a half with your day? Um, and so the emotions have really been find the silver lining. Okay, cool. I've also had the time to go back to the drawing board and Black Lives Matter has really made me look in the mirror. Right. It made me look like, who are you? And I also view it as a blessing with my, with me starting into my entrepreneurship really being able to take off with the brand that I want. So knowing that all of this, I'm not going to say is being exposed, but because we know what's been going on, but with the attention it's getting right now, I believe that speaking is my purpose. So how am I going to really dive into myself and make sure I'm conveying this message and make sure I'm affecting and changing lives with this? I view that as a positive because I've had the time to be at home, to take the time to dive into myself take the time to read more books. Um, other emotions have obviously been deeply rooted sadness. 
um, in everything from feeling a bit lonely at times um, to feeling misunderstood by my friends of other races um, to feeling unheard. And even I felt discouraged at times with my business, like I said, having to pivot and not not knowing or having the experience to do so. Um, so there's definitely been those emotions too, but at the end of the day, you have to know and be fully invested. You know, you can't have one foot in, one foot out because then when a challenge comes, it's gonna be easy to make that excuse of, eh, maybe I shouldn't. So this has also shown me my commitment to my duty to speak. Absolutely. I think that during this time, we have learned so much about ourselves, whether good or bad. Um, we had to push ourselves to maximal capacity. Yeah. And I think as a business owner, even more so, I mean, at this point with Black Lives Matter and really pushing um, the public, really holding, holding companies accountable for the things that they say or don't say. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's important. And it also puts a different perspective on Black women coming to the forefront as business owners and really taking ownership of this space. Yeah. Um, I think it's so, so important. And I think as we, as entrepreneurs starting out in business, um, keeping that reminder as you move forward, um, so many things are going to come out of this time. Yes. And I hope that one of the things that come out of this time, I hope, is that people have renewed understanding of self and what it is that they need to fully be okay. Yeah. Um, when crisis, chaos hits their life, um, because we don't always know that. Absolutely. And another thing, I think self-worth is at an all-time high as well and knowing what that is. One of my closest friends was unfortunately laid off during, you know, the oh, beginning no. of COVID, right? But, you know, I sit with her and we apply for jobs or she'll come over while I'm working and apply for jobs. And the first thing she does is look at the company and see if they posted about Black Lives Matter. And we've sat and had, you know, role play interviews because at this time, I firmly believe that all the Black people who are looking for jobs or will be looking for jobs or even me when I'm um, networking, a question I am implementing is, what have you done during the Black Lives Matter movement? And how is that affecting your business going forward? Because I'm not earning you money if you do not value my life. And we need to have the strength to say that. We need to have the strength to ask those questions because don't have all of this happen and these companies posting all this stuff, but then- But not hold them accountable. But not hold them accountable. What are you doing? And you know what, if you need time to answer, that's fine. When you call me back later to tell me I got the job, you can answer the question. But yeah. like, you have to have that confidence. Don't go, don't go work for a company that doesn't value you. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I, don't, I don't even have anything to say. I just, I'm in agreement, absolutely. You know, we, we are in a time to where we have to stand up for ourselves, but also stand up for other other women um, and other other people who look like us. Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things. You know, when I go into a boardroom, I'm not just there by myself. I'm stand. I'm there representing. You know, so many other people who don't have a seat at the table. Absolutely. And so it's our responsibility to do that. But with that being said, I really hope that you know, as Black women, as entrepreneurs, um, as business women 
that we're also taking care of ourselves. And I think that that's why it's so important to talk about self-care because we can't show up for everyone else and not show up for ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think even if you don't know, you might not know what self-care looks like. It's going to look different pre-COVID, pre-Black Lives Matter. So if you're figuring that out, give yourself the time and the space to do that. Yeah, give yourself grace. Yeah. We're all figuring it out. I don't think anything about what's happening right now is normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so give yourself the grace to figure it out. It's, it's okay. Um, yeah, it's okay. And being okay with that. And so as we are coming to the end of this interview, I have really enjoyed our conversation. I really, really have. Um, Is there anything you want to leave the audience with? Anything you would want to leave, like a little nugget? Honestly, I think the one thing I would want to tell the listeners is one, y'all are not alone. No matter what it is, I promise you, if I haven't had the exact experience, I've had something close. And two, we're gonna make it. Take care of yourself. Absolutely. We are definitely gonna make it. Definitely gonna make it. Can you let the listeners know where they can find you? Absolutely. So um, mainly you guys can find me on Instagram. My name is Bailey, it's B-A-I-L-I-E underscore Amanda, A-M-A-N-D-A. Awesome, awesome. Do you have anything that's upcoming that we need to be on the lookout for? Honestly, no. I kind of make my posts. I like to take my time with them. Um, but I like to post at least, you know, once a week, once every other week. I'm still trying to get things back on track with work and everything. But I'm definitely going to do another Black Lives Matter post if you guys haven't seen my last one. Awesome, awesome. Well, we are coming to the end of the Fearless Podcast episode. Um, I hope that this has helped you. I hope that you've gained some tips and taken away some things to really help to empower you um, to reinforce the importance of self-care. Until next time, be well. Thanks for tuning in to the Fearless Podcast with Arian Simone. Subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review.